The number 12 of the 77 branches of faith is that faith that one must have hope, raja'ah, in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that they, in the Quran al-Kareem and Surah Bani Israel, they hope for His mercy and they fear His punishment. In another verse He says, Assuredly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy is near at hand for those that do good. In another verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told the Prophet to say that, O oh, my slaves who were prodigal with their own souls, despair not, O oh, my slaves who oppressed and wronged their own souls, did zulm on their unfus, despair not of Allah's mercy. Surely Allah forgives all sins, surely He is the forgiving, the merciful. And in another verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Truly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not forgive that any sharik, any partner should be ascribed to Him. But he forgives what is less than that, other than that, in whom, to whomsoever he wills. Imam Bukhari and Imam Muslim narrate that Sayyidina Abu Hurairah radiallahu ta'ala anhu said that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Were the believers only to know what punishment Allah has in store, no one would hope for Jannah. And were the unbelievers to know what mercy Allah ta'ala has, then no one would despair of his Jannah. And uh, Imam Muslim narrates that Sayyidina Jabir ibn Abdullah anhu says that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said that no one should die without thinking well of Allah. And uh, finally in another hadith also narrated by Imam Bukhari and Imam Muslim Sayyidina Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said that Allah Most High declares I am as my slave thinks me to be ana in the zanni abdi bi. I am as my slave thinks me to be and I am with him when he remembers me. Then he mentions that Sayyid ibn Ismail wrote the following poem that why are you prepared to dirty your religion although your clothes are clean and white? You hope for salvation but flee from its paths. A ship cannot sail on dry land. But there are two things that a mu'min must have. One is the fear of Allah. One is the hope in Allah Taala's mercy. The fear is khawf and the hope is raja'ah. And Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu said that proper iman, kamal iman lies between the two. In other words, kamal iman lies in joining both. A person should have complete fear for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and also have complete hope for His mercy. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions Himself in this first verse in the Quran al-Kareem that they hope for His mercy, yet they fear His punishment. So it's also, they don't fear Him. It's also a khas thing. The thing that they have hope in, is part of the zat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is his sifat, is his mercy. But the thing that they fear for is not his zat, not even his sifat, but rather his punishment, which is his adham of Allah or jahannam, which is ghairullah. And just like we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is superior to all of ghairullah, therefore the hope is superior to the hope and the mercy is superior to the fear of the punishment. And that's why in the tertib, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also put that first. Also put that first. It means the asal is to have hope for the mercy and to have love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If for some reason a person's nafs and shaitan overpowers them so much, that brings them to sin, that in order to control it, the next level, next last resort is that they should at least fear Allah ta'ala's punishment. But the asal is to have hope in His mercy. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that Allah's mercy is near for those who do good. And we should think that alhamdulillah this is the month of Ramadan and in itself it is a month of mercy. 
But on the basis of this verse, we can also think that by the grace of Allah, we are fasting, we are praying, we can making ibadat, we are doing more a'mal salih than we do elsewhere, other times in the year. Therefore, we, according to this verse, we should think that Allah Ta'ala's mercy is even more near than other times of the month. And we should invoke that mercy, invite that mercy, envelop that mercy, submit to that mercy by turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in istighfar and tawbah. And this is the ultimate when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, min rahmatullah. Ya ala anfusikum. That all my servants who did wrong on their own selves. First thing in this verse is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala still uses the word ibadi. This is a fascinating thing that even though Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions zalamu, that they did zulm. Allah does not remove us from the ranks of His ibad. He keeps that nisbat there. He says, you're still my ibad. Then he says, ibadi. He uses yai nisbat, he's still possessing us. So he's saying that you cannot leave and exit the ranks of my servanthood, my ibad, merely by your sins. My mercy is too infinite for you to be able to do that. It will not put you outside the rank of iman. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is the most beloved khitab that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could give, that calling the sinners his ibad. And then to further reassure them, لَا تَقْنَتُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ فَإِنَّهُ وَرْحَمَ الرَّاهِمِينَ that do not despair of the mercy of Allah, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is verily the most merciful of the merciful beings. And in other words, in that verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives all of a person's sins. And over and over he mentions in the most oft-repeated sifat, al-Rahman, Rahim, Ghafoor, Tawab. So all of this gives us hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not only is He that has infinite mercy, not only does he dispense in infinite mercy, but he keeps reminding us and invoking his mercy over and over in the Qur'an of Kareem. So this is what the first hadith means, that if the believers were to think about the azab of Allah, then they would have no hope for the hellfire, or no hope for Jahannam. They would be so scared and have so much fear of Jahannam, and be so worried that we have done things that would lead us there. And so what it's suggesting here is that when you're doing well, when you're righteous, you should have more fear for Allah. And with the unbelievers to know what mercy Allah Ta'ala has in store, they, wouldn't, they would never despair of His garden. So that means if you're not doing well, you should have hope. So actually, when should one have hope? When should one have fear? One should have hope in the mercy of Allah when one falls into sin. Because without that hope, when we fall into sin, we become depressed, we become complacent, we let ourselves slide. So in order to be able to pick ourselves up, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying is, join yourself back to me because I am always willing to reconcile. But when a person is doing well, when a person is doing good, at that point a person should have more fear. Lest perhaps I might do something that sidetracks me from this good path. Maybe there's some nook, some deficiency in my ibadah, Allah may not accept it. Another way people have explained it is that a younger person should have more fear for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as they grow older, the older they get, then they should have more hope for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is what's mentioned in this next extremely famous hadith, Ana in the zanni abdi bi. That may apne bande ko uske guman ki mutabik karta. That I will treat my servant as he thinks me to be. So if we have a tongue, a, zayf, a, a restricted view of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah Ta'ala will be restricted in His dealing with us. But if we have an expansive, a wasi understanding that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is merciful, is going to send His fuzzle, His kalam upon me, then Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will do so. 
because it's the nature of his karam that if we view him to be the generous one and turn to him as generosity, then it befits his zat as being al-kareem to bestow upon us generously. That's why a very famous du'a that the Prophet said that we should offer, especially in Ramadan, but even outside, but he specifically mentioned it as a du'a for Ramadan. Allahumma innaka afoon kareemun tahibul afwa fafu anna or fafu anni. Allahumma innaka afoon, that verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you are the forgiver. Kareemun, you are generous. And the nisbat between those two is we're trying to link that your karam extends to your af. You're extremely generous in your act of forgiving. Tuhibbul afwa, you love to forgive. Anna, forgive us. This is a dua that you should make as much as you can in this month of Ramadan. And the last part of the hadith is, I am with him when he remembers me. This is what Allah subhanahu wa says in the Quran al-Kareem, فَذْكُرُونِ أَذْكُرُكُمْ Make dhikr of me and Allah subhanahu wa says, I will make dhikr of you. So it means that through dhikr a person becomes dhakir. And by becoming a dhakir he becomes the mathkur of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By remembering Allah, we ourselves become the object of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's remembrance. And though the poem that he cites in the end is why are you prepared to dirty your religion although your clothes are clean and white. You hope for salvation. So you have that rajab. You claim to have hope. But flee from its paths. A ship cannot sail on dry land. That means that this rajab, this hope is not just to be taken philosophically. We have to manifest that hope. We have to prove that we're truly hopeful by doing those actions that would make us magnets of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's not a passive hope. It's a proactive hope. That we have hope in Allah's mercy. So we do things to attract that mercy to counter our sins or to counter our ghaflat. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give all of us kamal iman in all the ways that He has described in the Qur'an al-Kareem and in all the ways that have been mentioned in the ta'limat of the Nabi al-Kareem. And may He join us in His kamal raja and kamal khawb. May we have perfect fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, perfect hope in His mercy and perfect love for Him. Wa akhirul da'wana and alhamdulillah.